Namaste, bonjour and hi folks. Welcome to the show that says we all don't shake our heads when we talk like bobbleheads inside your car. Welcome to Not Your Normal Curry. About me, I'm Anandu and I'm your host who is a curry head. First of all, let me just say thank you for everyone who supported us by listening to our podcast and following and sharing it to your friends. We started this podcast a month ago or so to showcase the life experiences and opinions of immigrants and people of color in Canada. The last episode we saw the perspective of my friend Joe who is a black man in the society and the response that we got was positive, like overwhelmingly positive. Thank you all for that. The last episode we talked about a uh, Black Lives Matter movement and it's gaining popularity from the people of all races and creeds. And Black Lives Matter had had an overwhelmingly positive response from the Asian or South Asian community as well. I saw celebrities from India supporting this movement by posting on social media against racism, prejudice against dark-skinned individuals and for equality. They did this by saying that they are part of this community. But with that I saw this big hypocrisy. These were the same celebrities who helped grow colorism by promoting fairness products in India, which made the discrimination based on color reach its peak and they profited over that. One might think that the representation of people of color is bad in Hollywood as it is an industry run by rich white men but you are wrong it is worse in indian movies and especially bollywood i told you in my previous episode about the representation of uh, dark skinned people in bollywood movies when i was a kid you would think that in the 2010s it would be better nope i could give you an example in 2013 or 14 i don't actually remember there was a bollywood movie by the name chennai express this movie showcased south indian people especially dark skinned people as one without any intelligence and the ones who just scream at people like literally in every scene that they are in this was supposed to be a game changer for representation for south indian folks but they presented dark skinned people just like i would say dinosaurs in jurassic park dumb and trying to kill the white savior who is the light skinned person these white savior movies kills me all the time like i thought that these white savior movies only happen in hollywood but nope there are a bunch of them in bollywood too i don't want to stay off topic here but i just want to let you know about it You do remember that in one episode I told you about some stories of my life and my opinion on racism. In the same episode I told you my opinion on racism, culture and society. But at the same episode there was one thing that I touched but did not focus fully which is colorism and obsession of fairness. Now Racism and colorism do not just happen between two communities but also within a community as well. I have seen immigrants who have been in Canada for a long period of time but still keeps all the prejudices based on color and caste. Today I'm going to talk about it. 
colorism it is not necessarily anti-blackness like some people would think but it is basically prejudice against people with dark skin making light-skinned individuals as the preferred tone to understand modern day colorism we have to look back on the history of the world let's rewind the clock in every country and continent, the history shows that the people who are light-skinned invaded places and ruled over the dark-skinned people. They made a system to divide people based on color, and they made a hierarchy. In India, it is believed that the Aryans had established different classes based on color of the skin. After them, the other invaders, including the Mughals and the Delhi Sultanate, which ruled over the natives, each time repeated the same pattern. The pattern was of light-skinned people ruling over the dark-skinned people. This was worsened by colonization, which was so brutal and inhumane. It was ironic that colonization was done in the name of civilizing the natives, which were considered to be savages. I could tell you an example of a quote from a Portuguese explorer you all know about. His name is Vasco da Gama. He came to Kerala, which is my province in India, in 1498. He describes in his logbook about the people of Kerala. He says, Kerala is a land of men who pretended to know more than they do and short women who lacks beauty. This thought this ideology got perpetuated as he was considered a savior to all the Europeans. During the colonial times, the European powers believed and perpetuated a pseudo-scientific concept called social Darwinism. That's a lot of scientific words even for me, so just hear me out. Let's check into what it is. Social Darwinism is a concept which was derived from Darwin saying that Factors like skin color, bone structure, and facial feature determines the intelligence of human beings, and this solely became justification of treatment of natives, like my ancestors, by British colonists. So this skewed ideology that the British introduced stayed with Indians, even if they left. To make it worse, there even used to be places in India where black Indians were not allowed to enter. People used to put out signs saying Indians and dogs not allowed. Meanwhile, lighter skinned individuals from the community were given preferences by the colonists over their black counterparts. Such equality in colonial times. So, so the institutionalized education of uh, social Darwinism through residential schools, just like in Canada, created this ideology that we needed to be fair to get better treatment. And the existing systematic segregation did not help it. It created this obsession of fairness or whiteness. I would even go further to say that colorism is a byproduct of racism. A lot of factors played to the system of colorism, including history, tradition, and ideologies. The sinister ideology of fairness being this greater thing got passed down through the generations. Hell, there is even a slogan that they made to push this ideology, which is, fair is beautiful. Story time. 
When I was a small kid, my mom used to dress me up. She used to select dresses for me, put talcum powder on my face, comb my hair and all. Everything that an Indian mom does when you're small. When she dresses me up, she used to put eyeliner on her face and other products too. I used to see her put on fairness creams on her face called Fair and Lovely. Every single time she gets ready to get on with her day, she used to do the same thing. At the same time period, when I went to my mom's house or any house as a matter of fact, I used to see everyone putting this same fairness cream on their skin. As a kid, I was as stupid as a potato. So I thought that growing up, everyone must put this cream because in my mind, it was like a tradition that binds us together as Indians. So I thought every Indian should do it, that it was a law. So I started sneaking up on my mom's makeup set and take this fairness cream and put it on my skin. I did this day after day after day till I was a teenager. I stopped using this fairness cream for some time during my teenage years. I don't remember when, but I did stop using it. One day I went to a wedding and I saw a couple of my relatives in that wedding. They saw me and they were asking me what happened. And I was like, I don't know, you tell me. They asked me why I was as dark as a coconut shell. And they advised that women won't like me because I am dark. You gotta remember, being a teenager, you're so insecure. Like, even if your relative who looks like an Indian version of Donald Trump tells you that you don't look good or you look unattractive or women won't like you because you are dark and dark means unattractive, you start doubting yourself. My insecurities were on a rocket ship to the moon. During that time, I saw that there was another fairness product in the market just for men. I saw my favorite Bollywood hero Shah Rukh Khan endorsing these products in an advertisement. He endorsed this product as fairness cream for men. It's like the Axe body spray advertisement with the chocolate dude and all, but less creepy. Pro tip. Anyone who doesn't know about the Axe Body Spray advertisement that I'm talking about, it is horrifying. Do check it out in YouTube. It is creepy, but it's worth wasting your time. Anyway, I started using this fairness product that was, I presume, fair and handsome, exactly. And I have to say that every day for at least four years, I use the same thing. Meanwhile, in school, I have been made fun of being dark skinned. So my self-esteem went down the drain. Not one person told me to be myself or love your skin no matter what. Rather, everyone was so obsessed for being white or fair-skinned. I have seen a fair share of people committing suicide because they were made fun of or denied opportunities because of the color of their skin. It's because of a handful of people who told me to love myself no matter what skin color or anything that I am that I'm talking to you right now. Even though I have issues with my body because of these insecurities that got piled up by years of negative reinforcement, I have started loving myself right now. Even our celebrities who are famous around the world have endorsed these products which is such a shame. In 2020, Inspired by the movement like Black Lives Matter, there are different things that is starting right now. There are different movements which creates and promotes 
self-love. This creates a new change which kind of scares the companies making Theranos products. Guess what they do now? They change their strategy. They change their names from Fairness Cream to Glowing Cream or Anti-Dark Spots Cream. And they promote the same damn products. That is a funny part. The companies are like, well, we are not the same people that used to be. Fuck the Fairness Creams. We are not here to change your skin, but we are here to make your skin glow. What do you think? Cool, right? Well, it is a well-known fact that us brown people cannot glow. It's just the white people, right? Enough about my sarcasm, but it is depressing to see that these ideologies of these companies uh, endorsing fairness products have penetrated deep into our culture. Who am I to complain? Like for every damn thing, here also, women face the worst. This world fills women with so much insecurities that I don't even know how they survive. They are fighters. You have to be a fighter to live in this world created by corporates which looks down on us. Especially people of color. Basically what the makers of Fairness products did is capitalize on the social stigma and the insecurities of women first. They made ads targeting women of color saying things like, for example, in this world, if you want to live, if you want to have a job, if you want to get married, have an opportunity to be successful, you need to be fair skinned. They created this toxic environment for women that even for marriage and all, they are classified on the basis of fairness from desirable to least desirable. Once they got these women trapped in this, these corporates turned to the dark-skinned men. They turned to the dark-skinned brown men saying that to be loved by these women, you should be fair. You should be light-skinned in color, not dark. They went as far as showcasing dark-skinned people as savages and people who are not civilized in their Bollywood movies and all the movies that they did. The prejudice of the society against dark-skinned people and the initiatives by these fairness cream makers acts as a vicious circle. It's like a snake eating its own tail. So in general, these fairness creams cements the idea of colorism which is further perpetuated by the generations of casteism and internalized racism. This yearning or wanting to see whiteness as the form of beauty is deep embedded in us. I could give you an example. Representation of beauty in popular culture matters because it is what we see every single day. The way the popular culture shows how white men and white women who are tall having facial features like narrow nose, flowy hair, clear eyes as attractive and how they showcase brown or black men as loud, creepy, scary and short creates this narrative of beauty standards. For example, they said the idea that people like Chris Hemsworth or any of the Ryans of Hollywood is more handsome than let's say Idris Alba or Shah Rukh Khan or any other person of color. So the way we represent people and communities matters. Another example is if you're white and you have a beard, they called you a hipster. 
If you're brown and you have a beer, they call you a wannabe terrorist or a homeless dude. This is a double standard that occurs because of the fact that in your mind, there is a hierarchy. You see this? This is what we should break. This hierarchy, which is based on color. This double standard. Us brown folks or black folks, we may have broad nose. We may not be as tall as white folks. We may not have the clear eyes or the green eyes or the blue eyes like white folks. But we are as beautiful as them. No one, I say no one has the right to say that you're not beautiful. We are as beautiful as every single human in this planet. I say love yourself as you love the first sip of the coffee every single morning. Love yourself as you love your mobile phones. Love yourself like how you love your pets at home. Sometimes I wish I could have a magic wand and make it all go away. But I don't. In my perspective, we should have a real conversation. Inside our families and the society. We should use social media to put pressure on advertisers or media and also the film industry to portray beauty as it is. Show that the beauty comes in all size, shapes, and colors. I would urge you to be a part of powerful campaigns like hashtag dark is beautiful and hashtag unfair and lovely, which is pushing a dialogue forward. Finally, I end this episode of this podcast with the words of the wise Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Let us fight against double standards. Let us fight for equality. Let us fight and let us dream together. Well, folks, thank you for joining me for this episode of Not Your Normal Curry. Remember that you can support us and our cause by subscribing your podcast and putting spice on every dish that you make. We are available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other major podcasting platforms. From my side, I say thank you, merci, abiento, see you soon, take care, guys, bye. Thank you.